Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Hooked on Homeschool. I am excited to share my next guest, and her name is Iswa. She is a homeschool mom of four children, with the youngest being just seven months old. But she's also written a children's book based on her life as a dancer and wanting to really instill affirmations and uplift children. So we're going to learn all about her homeschooling journey and also what she has done, written these books. I believe she's written two of them out of a series, five books she wants to write. So I am so excited to share her journey with everyone. So I'm excited to introduce to you Miss Iswa. Hi friends, are you ready to homeschool but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Hi, Iswa. How are you today? Hi, how are you? I am good. Thank you so much for being on my podcast today. I am excited when I get homeschool moms that also have gone off and created their own journey, their own business, something that has inspired them to help them with their homeschooling journey. So first, we'll take it a step back and tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to homeschool. Okay, well, so again, my name is Iswa and I really decided to homeschool just because I wanted the safety. You know, I wanted to feel like my kids would be safe. And also just for us to be close as a family. My sister started homeschooling her children. And every time she would get pregnant or something and need someone to step in and help her out, I was that person. So then when I had my own kids, I was already familiar with how it went. But I decided to just explore it myself. I did start off with my youngest, who's 12 now, she did go to school temporarily, kindergarten, and I didn't like the experience. So I took her out and we moved and I started to homeschool her. And then by second grade, I said, let me try this again. And so we took her to a Christian school, um, private school, and I didn't like that experience. So I took her out again. And then I had to go through the process of unschooling her. And that was a really big lesson and an experience in itself. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so go ahead and explain the unschooling method. I actually just interviewed Tara, who has been unschooling her four children for their whole entire lives. And it's so amazing. So tell us what, what you've been doing. So tell us a little bit about how you've been doing it. 
Okay, so I was noted first. I just want to say that I was noticing once I took her out of second grade this time, which she totally was fine with, you know. But once we decided to homeschool her, start that process again, she was really having trouble with one with being motivated and really just being too relaxed at home, and a lot of things were going on. So a friend of mine told me that maybe you need to go through the unschooling process. I said, well, what is that? So what I've been doing. It's just kind of seeing what it is that on a regular everyday basis, just how things go. I have necessarily, it's like a, a plan, but not really a plan. That's that's my definition of it. So what I do is during the day, I have like certain subjects and things that we want to go over and I don't necessarily put like any times on it, anything like that. I just know randomly throughout the day, this is just what we're going to get done at whatever time. So that's what what I took from unschooling. <laughs> I don't know if that's how anyone else does it, but it's just kind of relaxing and letting the day just kind of be its own and, you know, and learning what it is that your child really gravitates toward first and just kind of learning where they are and different things like that, instead of just keeping them on a set schedule. Right. And and that makes total sense. So like the Florida unschoolers kind of, I, I don't have their definition in front of me, but it's more of allowing your child to lead and to follow their own passions and not having a structure or something like that. So yeah, so that's exactly what you're doing. And and you can, you know, raise such amazing human beings, allowing them to figure out what they want to do, not what we need to teach them, right? And then you always have the parents who ask the questions like, well, they need to know math. They need to know English. How are they going to learn that? But if you kind of ask adults around, like, what do they remember from geometry? They they probably don't remember anything. So it's kind of interesting why we're teaching our children all these things, but they're really not retaining it. So why don't we teach our children the things they're interested in so they can retain it? So that way, when they're older, they're following their passions, their dreams, you know, their interests, and they're actually happy with what they're doing. Okay, so go ahead and tell us a little bit more. I think there were some other reasons you wanted to homeschool. Yeah, um, I really, our family wanted to just travel. I felt like homeschool would be really convenient for that. Wouldn't have to take them out of school and report to someone every time they were sick. I really didn't like that. And then also, I think I had maybe about two experiences that I really was not fond of in the school system. One of them was just simply a teacher, just as simply as yelling at my child and she was in kindergarten at the time and I I'm and, she, and the, I would talk to the principal and they're like well that teacher talks loud and I'm like I'm a loud talker naturally my family is just full of loud talkers so for my kid to feel a certain way it's like oh no you know like she knows the difference and we had a conversation and we found out the teacher was just frustrated with the class so it was like so many things of the teachers not being held accountable the principals, you know, and different people, the whole system just covering things up. So I really wanted to stop that. And then also another thing is I wanted to be the ones to teach my kids history. That was a big thing for me. I didn't want them to learn history the way I learn history, the subject. I wanted them to learn it my way and take it slow and not let it be something that's drawn out, sad. I wanted them to learn happy things and have a good mindset around history and not just all the negative things. So give me a little example of what you learned and what you want to teach them. Well, well, because of my ethnicity, you know, I've learned a lot more. The history I'm talking about is more of my 
cultural history. And some of it is taught in schools, but it's always the same. It's always the, the tragic events that took place within our culture. And I was just like, enough, you know, enough. It just, we need a new story. Let's create something new. Let's, let's learn about the pyramids. Let's learn about, let's actually go there. Let's, let's plan a trip or something, you know, let's do something more creative and within history to where we can kind of bring it up to them in a new way so it won't create the same generational cycles of anger, resentment, and different things. I'm all about love and I'm all about all cultures. And I teach my kids the exact same way. And I think if they were school, I don't think they would have gotten it that way because I didn't. I grew up with anger for many years. And then I had to take it on myself and, and, and do some inner healing and stuff. And I'm like, listen, this this isn't my trauma. It's okay. It's over. And just bringing awareness of that, I think, will help a lot of people. When you leave your child in the public school system and everyone says, oh, my child is fine, they get good grades, they, they're this, you don't even realize that there are so many other things that might be going on. It could be slowly chipping away at them and, you know, they could be graduating, they, they get straight A's, but they're not happy because something they learned or the people around them, you just never know. So as you as a mom, you can create an entirely new lifestyle for them. You can create happiness. You can... You're not, it's not like you're giving them the wrong history. You're giving them the history you want to teach, not what the government was told that needs to be taught to the kids. And who who are those people in the government that say, oh, let's teach this today. Oh, we're going to give them that. Who are those people? I mean, what if they are sad, pathetic people that are choosing the curriculum for our children? So yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It does. I mean, I didn't like so many things about school. My daughter's in, in, in kindergarten and she's like, I always used to try to figure out a way to volunteer. So I think homeschool really worked for me because I would try to figure out how to get into the school to volunteer and to be there. And uh, I would just see them sitting down, having like 10 minutes to eat their food and then go outside right away. And I would be like, oh, no, 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 there's not enough time. And, you know, just as a mom, we think about these things, how much time they have to eat. We think about the fact that they're waking up so early. My daughter had to be there at 7.15 a.m. And I'm like, you have to eat that early? No, you're not eating that early. Like, that's just way too early. To You have to eat at 6 something just to be there at like 7.15. And then think about what that 7.15 a.m. to be there, right? Because elementary school students, so they have to be there at 7.15, which means they have to get up at, you know, 6.15. But what that creates the night before, that creates such chaos, get to bed, it's a school night, hurry up and eat your dinner, do your homework and get to bed. And that's what they're hearing for the first five years of their life. And it creates that stress for them. Then you get to middle school and it's a totally different time. It starts at like 930. But like, it's so early. I do know like some elementary schools start at 715. And then because of the buses, the other elementary schools start at 815. But that is still so early. And when you homeschool, it it changes your nighttime routine. Like my husband sometimes doesn't get home till 715. Two days a week, he gets home at 715. I could, I can't even imagine just putting my daughter to bed at 8 p.m. because she has to get up so early the next day. She'd miss out time spending with the family. So it creates a whole, a whole big thing. So uh, go ahead and explain to us, like, what are some values you wanted to teach your children about them being at home and being homeschooled and what you thought would be a great idea? Really, I just wanted to instill in them that it's okay to make mistakes and how mistakes actually 
are learning experiences that work for you, not against you. That was a, the one of the biggest things. Another thing was just that, you know, it's okay to feel like you're not perfect, but I want to explain to you what being perfect really is. And so those are, it's like being perfect, comparing yourself to others. And like I just previously said, those were the biggest things that I really wanted them to take with them as they continue throughout life. Because I've definitely dealt with a lot of comparison issues, even with homeschooling and dealt with perfectionism. And I even had a one of the teachers, we had an experience where she marked my daughter's, whatever she was doing, she marked it wrong because she didn't start the sentence with a capital letter, but the answer was right. And we were new to the school at the time. My daughter had only been there for two weeks. And I said, well, do you think that we should, you should probably have given her a break? You know what I'm saying? Because she's new. She doesn't know how you grade, maybe a warning. And just so you know, you got the answer right, sweetheart, but we just want to make sure we put our capital letters. And she, no. And I said, see, you're teaching perfectionism. And, and my thing is like this, she's in second, what, second grade. I was like, she's like, she's little still. She's a little, I was like, no, you know, and, and so that's why I really, I really took that. And that creates a lot of anxiety from, from the beginning that creates a lot of anxiety testing at that young. Oh my gosh. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. Oh my goodness. I had to teach my daughter the tapping method because she had so much anxiety after I pulled her, you know, after I pulled her out, I saw how she was doing in school. She would have anxiety. And that's why she was okay with not going back. She wanted, she asked me to be at home. And I was just like, what? So you're feeling the same way. And I had to teach her like the tapping methods and affirmations because she would just always feel like if she got it wrong, it was just the horrible, so horrible. Hi friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. Yeah, it is. I mean, I think there are young. My my daughter's in second grade and she's never had to take a test. So it really makes them feel like they can do anything. And they start with that at a younger age. And homeschooling is such a great idea. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Are you married? And did you go to college? What do you like to do? What are your personal interests, your hobbies? Oh, cool. This is getting good. No. <laughs> Oh, yes, I am married. I've been married this year, it'll be 14 years, but we've been together for about 17 years. And yeah, so I've, I've, I've gone to college. I have not graduated from college per se, but I never really felt like college was for me. I always wanted to be actively like doing something and on the move and on the go. And I guess just sitting in a classroom, even for me, it was just kind of like, huh, I really was just interested in English and those type of subjects. I just wanted to go and do exactly what I wanted to without being attached to a curriculum you had to go through first. So yeah, I did some college. What else do you want to know? What else? <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit about this. You're a children's book author. Okay. Yeah. So I started teaching dance. I'm a dancer. I've been dancing since high school and 
I started to open my own dance company. And once I did that, my daughter was very much active in that. So she was having trouble with fear and being afraid of the dark. And so I said, okay, I just mixed all of that together. My daughter's story about being fearful, my dance experience and everything into children's books to uplift them and give them scenarios that they can relate to as well. And then how you come out of that. So that's why it's called I Am a Ballerina and so much more because although she loved dance, she really found herself being afraid of the dark. And so her teacher, Miss Dana, she introduces her to a bear and these affirmations that she says before she goes to bed at night. And although it doesn't, it's not meant for me to suggest that it cures fear right then because she has her bear and because she says this right away. But it's meant to plant the seed of, you know what, if I continue saying these things and if I get the right seed planted, then yes, I can overcome my fear and look at fear as my best friend, as as showing me what it is that I need to address. Oh, I love that. That is so cool. So explain a little bit about you're kind of being an entrepreneur. You have some things going on. And also being a homeschool mom, because a lot of times we can get so involved in our children and, but we really then come up with ideas, wanting to do things for ourselves, but it's also benefiting our children. So tell us how you find the time to write the books and what your children think about you writing the books and creating a business. You know what? They absolutely love it. My balance, a lot of times I know uh, as far as like my routine, I really decide to take time for myself first. I've learned that along the way that I normally I used to say, if I get everybody done, then I can relax. And then it's time for me. It never worked. So I take time for myself in the risings. That's a lot of time when I do most of my writing and, and take time for myself and write. Now, my kids absolutely love that I wrote books inspired by them and as well as dance. So like the second book is called I Want to Dance Too. And my son's the main character in that book. And he just wanted to dance just like his sister. And he dealt with, you know, being bullied at school for wanting to be in ballet class. And that's not really what boys normally do at that time. Things have changed now. (laughs) But at that time, you really didn't see a lot of boys in dance class. So I go over that. And I've, I've made all of my children, besides the youngest one, main characters in the book. So they can have that forever and they can be able to, you know, read that to their their children as well. So, yes, it's it's definitely an experience to balance them all. But I just say take time for yourself first and, and do that. And then also incorporating your children in what you're doing. Sometimes it gets them excited and you don't feel so disconnected. Yeah. And and a lot of parents have a lot of struggle with putting themselves first. But if you don't put yourself first and and we've all heard it, we all know it. You have to fill your bucket. That way you have more to give to others and you can't fill from an empty bucket. And so I personally believe that I I love that. I feel like we have to take care of ourselves. Otherwise, you're you're going to be just an empty shell after years of not being fulfilled. And so it's such a, a powerful thing. And I think more moms really not need to get on board, but it would really be beneficial to them to really feel like their bucket is filled as well. Listen, I have a course, a five-day course called Fill Your Cup First. So it's awesome you said, but you know, fill your cup first. I had to learn that because I, I was at a point in my life where I felt like I was just giving, giving to my children and everything outside of me. I thought I was going to lose my mind and I was in that space. 
And I literally was like, you know what? Like, I don't love myself. What is love? I went through that whole thing and being honest with myself and not comparing myself to how other moms look on YouTube and what they're showing. And I was so drawn by those things. I felt like everything I did wasn't enough. So I ended up going through this process of self-love and putting myself first and not feeling guilty about doing that and feeling like, hey, if that's being selfish, I'm being selfish in this moment, but it's really not being selfish because it's really self-care. And a lot of times that's what we lack as moms. So I created like this five-day course because I felt like, hey, look, we're busy moms. We don't have time to, you know, see and have something that keeps us for like six weeks or eight weeks. So I said, what can I do? I created the course. I took it myself and I was like, okay, this is something that eventually I want other moms to see the seeds that are planted here where we can get stuff for our information tools for our mind, our physical bodies and taking care of ourselves. Because if we do that, our kids are going to do the same thing. Oh my God. They'll see what we, they'll see what we do. So true. So what is the name of your course? And also I'll I'll have this linked in the show notes and also the link for Amazon for your book. So, okay. So go ahead and give us the link to your, what, what name, what is the name of your course? And I'll then provide a link so people can find it. So my course is simply just feel your cup first. It's a five day course. And right now I'm building a community of moms and of women to go through this five day course with me every single month. It's a different course that inspires you and motivates you to take some time to yourself, have mental breaks and different things like that through the five days. And then at the end of the month, I come on there live and we have a chat just like this. And I really just answer questions and we go dive even deeper. So it includes so much stuff, even things that you can print out, activities, fun activities, because a lot of times, look, we have to make sure as moms, we tap into our inner child. <laughs> we, we, you know, it's okay to sit down and, and play video games or puzzles or color. I think we lose that aspect when we are homeschooling moms sometimes because we're always feeling like we're into doing school with our children. But aside from the school, if it's separate and it's just an activity that you're doing, it kind of brings out that inner child for us. And it feels so freeing. It really does. It's so fun to get together with other moms, but not compare, right? Because comparing can really be such a detriment to to ourselves. You can't compare because the mom that you're comparing to might be doing something that you think is amazing, but maybe she's really not doing that. And here you're striving to be something and do something that that person really isn't doing, or it's not making them happy, right? So comparison is is really awful or comparing yourself to someone on Facebook. You know, you can't do that. It it could really harm you. So do what you love, fill your cup, fill your bucket, make sure your mental clarity, your mental health is good. Your children will see that and they will then learn how to have, you know, a really good mental health, mental clarity and and see what what a mom that gives and also takes care of herself does. So that is so important. I love that. Yeah. It, thank you. It really is. It's taught me a lot, but I had to go through that phase in my life first in order to bring out something beautiful like this and teach it to my children and see like in school, they know that kids deal with certain things, but they don't offer anything. So homeschooling is like, 
it's, it's perfect because I can have them do meditation in the, in the, when they wake up and, or yoga or something like that, that I feel like it, I call it like a mind break where, where you wake up, you know, you take, do something for yourself, but also service your mind. Sometimes I used to have them write in their journal as soon as they wake up, like before you get out of bed, write in your journal or draw a picture about what, what you dreamed about. And then we would have a discussion about it. Because I feel like those moments are very important. You know what I mean? Like, what what was your dream like? How would, how did you sleep? And we have a discussion about it. It's like that would even be great in schools if they would just like, hey, how how was your night before? Or how did you what did you do when you woke up today? How was that? Showing care and concern, and not just you have to do this, 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 and this. You know, and let's do it. Yeah, I mean, think of the difference of how that child is going to feel on the inside. When you, you know, they, they slowly wake up on their own. You say, here's a journal. Let's talk about your dreams. They have a mental break. They're able to sit, relax, as opposed to it's 7am. Get up, get up. Let's go. We got to go to school. Get up, get up, get up. Let's give you some, you know, sugary cereal, some sugary juice, send you off to school. So you got to sit down and listen to the teacher and not get in trouble. Do what they say, be completely on every day. And it's, it's two completely different cycles and it's really a mind thing. It really changes your, your children's mindset of how their life should be. Most definitely. You mentioned something that's so important, the sugary, the sugar stuff, you know, and I, and I know I'm saying that the, the cereals and the different things like that. And in the risings, you know, I noticed this, my children, they don't have to eat at 8 a.m. A lot of times they don't even eat till 10 a.m. If they eat before 10 a.m., we start off with something small like fruit or something like that. At one time we we did vegetables instead, you know, or smoothies. Like we start off very slow because I also teach them to be intentional about their bodies. So it's just like when you wake up and you flood your body with all of these things, your body's like, it's inside, it's in shock. Like, it's like, why are you giving me so much stuff? You just woke up. Like, Think about how you wake up in the risings. And when you first wake up, are you kind of just coming to? And then throughout your day, everything is progressing. So that's kind of what I teach them too. But please make no mistake. It's not like this every single day. But on on those days, it's definitely a beautiful thing to do. Well, thank you so much, Iswa, for being on my show. I really love your take on homeschooling and everything that you've done. So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, so Iswa, is there any tips or tricks or anything you'd like to share with us? Yes, I like to give moms out there five tips for homeschooling moms. One is just put yourself first. Do something for yourself every day before in the risings, before you start your day. Do something for you. Don't be afraid to ask for help. So don't try everything on your own. It's okay to connect with community. It's okay to connect with family. The third thing is no more mom guilt. You're doing the best that you can. We deal with mom guilt so much. Have fun, break the rules, and last thing, make it your own. Don't compare. Oh, I love that. Those five tips, if not only homeschool moms, but any mom did those, it would elevate their life, their children's lives and everything. So thank you so much. I really appreciate that, Iswa. Have a great day. Thanks for being on the show. You too. Thank you. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling!